It was January 14, 2009. The new year was in full swing. Something was different for me this year. It was something I could not quite put my finger on. It was something that made me pensive and reflective. Those are not my words. Those are the words of a man named Frederick Beretta, a businessman who wrote an article last July for the Saturday Evening Post. Those were the words with which he began his article. He then proceeded to talk about the business trip, the routine business trip that he took to New York City later that day. He flew into LaGuardia Airport and then went immediately to his hotel. He got settled in there, but before he went to his mid-afternoon business meeting, he decided to spend a few moments in prayer, since he had made a New Year's resolution to spend 10 to 15 minutes every day in prayer. A very good New Year's resolution, I might add. Here's what he wrote in his article. As I removed paperwork and emptied all the contents of my briefcase, I found two old prayer booklets. I had forgotten about them and glanced over each. One was called the Pieta. Some of you I know use that booklet, which contained a variety of devotional prayers, some of which were many centuries old. The other was a small booklet on the Divine Mercy Chaplet. On the cover was a picture of Christ from a painting with two rays of light shining out from his chest, one red, the other pale white. Incidentally, that is this image right here that normally is near our tabernacle, but I put it here near the pulpit for today's feast. The booklet contained excerpts from a diary kept by a Polish nun, Faustina Kowalska, in the 1930s. She claimed to have had visions of Jesus and even dialogue with him. There were several quotations from her diary, but one in particular struck me. It was regarding the three o'clock hour, the hour in which Christ died on the cross. In this hour, Christ told her, I will refuse nothing to the soul that makes a request of me in virtue of my passion. As it happened to be the three o'clock hour, I reflected on that and began to pray the chaplet. I prayed slowly and with devotion, in a way that was unusual for me. Mr. Beretta then went on to his mid-afternoon business meeting. The following day, he left his hotel late in the morning and made his way back to LaGuardia Airport for his return trip home. There was nothing unusual or especially noteworthy about any of that except that the plane he eventually boarded at about 3 p.m. was none other than U.S. Airways Flight 1549. Sound familiar? It should. That's the plane that ended up in the Hudson River just after takeoff. Thanks be to God and thanks be to the God-given talents of the pilot, Chelsea Sullenberger, the plane, as we know, landed safely in the water and every single person on board survived. Frederick Beretta's account of his experience 
during the last few seconds before impact is worth quoting here. It's worth quoting at length, especially on this feast of the divine mercy. He wrote, I thought about my family, my wife and four children, and my eyes started to water. I thought about how hard it would be for them, and I felt so sad about leaving them halfway through my life. I just shook my head and closed my eyes. While I cannot say I witnessed my life flash before my eyes, I suppose I did experience a hybrid version of that. I thought about my life holistically for a few seconds, as a boy, an adolescent, and as a man. I knew I had tried to do my best and had made mistakes. Having been to confession the weekend before and having just received the Eucharist, I felt I could meet God as I was, but desperately wanted more time. As we continued to descend, I thought I should try to find my Blackberry and call home. I had forgotten it was in my pocket, thinking I had stowed it in my briefcase. There wasn't time, I thought. Then a small epiphany occurred in my mind. I thought about the chaplet of mercy I had prayed the day before, and I recalled the words of Jesus to Sister Faustina. Nothing would be refused if prayed in the three o'clock hour. I could see the image of Jesus smiling on the front of the cover, and I wanted to retrieve that booklet too, but I knew we had just seconds left until we hit the water. I just didn't have time. So I just thought about the image. In my mind, and with all the devotion and intensity I could muster, I said, God, please be merciful to us for the sake of your Son. Please spare us. I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Mother of God, help us. I then said the Lord's Prayer and a Hail Mary or maybe two. I looked out the window again and we were below the skyline rooftops, the river approaching fast. Then I knew I needed to accept the outcome, whatever it may be. I needed to reconcile to the fact that I was not in control, and I had to make a decision. I did not want to go into that river in anger or denial, and my conscience was being moved to make a decision like the captain who had to decide in a few seconds where to glide a 73-ton jetliner to minimize loss of life, I had to make a decision on where to point my soul. I closed my eyes, trying to envision the image of Jesus I had seen the day before on the Mercy booklet, and said again, please be merciful to us, but it's okay. It's okay. My brothers and sisters, Frederick Beretta obviously saw the hand of God and the intercession of St. Faustina in those events of January 15, 2009 on U.S. Airways Flight 1549. Jesus said to Thomas in that gospel we just heard, 
He said to him, You, Thomas, became a believer because you saw me. Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Thomas, in effect, said to Jesus, Jesus, I'll believe it only when I see it. Jesus, in effect, said to Thomas, Thomas, believe it first, and then I'll show it to you. Frederick Beretta believed, and God did show it to him. He believed in God's ability to do the extraordinary, the impossible even. He believed in the holiness and the intercessory power of St. Faustina Kowalska, who gave us, who gave the world, the Divine Mercy image, the Divine Mercy chaplet, the Divine Mercy devotion. And Frederick Beretta believed that God would give him exactly what he needed in order to face whatever would happen. That belief was evident in that prayer he said at the end. Please be merciful to us. But it's okay. It's okay. May Almighty God help all of us to believe those very same three things so that we might see and so that we might receive all the blessings and graces that the Lord has for us.